Long Life Health presents the Talk Thought Podcast. You're listening to the Talk Thought Podcast, sponsored by Fucking Nothing. Welcome to another episode of the Talkful Podcast. I'm just talking out loud. Stop judging me. This is episode 33. And I wanted to talk about the, the problem I find I get myself into that I'm moving myself away from. And I see pretty much, again, I throw out the word majority all the time because the majority of the people I tend to see and the majority of people. Um, and I come to that conclusion because really all I find myself doing is observing human behavior everyone's a human anyone that's listened to this anyway um so we all fall into similar traps because of human behavior um and the problem is we all want to see immediate results so whatever you're doing um one of the best examples to always relate it to is something to do with your physical health trying to build muscle trying to get more flexible trying to lose weight or Mentally trying to um, remove yourself from anxiety or pull yourself out of depression. Whatever it is, you want them results as quickly as possible. You started from that point of, I want to do something, I want to improve, I want to change. Again, no matter what it is, you started from somewhere you've had an original motive. Because you value a result. You value losing weight. You value looking bigger and more muscular you value feeling better whatever it is people apply their value to a short-term goal so the short-term goal of maybe exercising and losing weight is yeah you lose weight but the long-term goal is if you continue to do that with um you know efficient exercise routines you look after your health that should be your long-term goal. And that's what you should be striving for rather than making your first priority just weight loss. You should be focused on health and then the weight loss or the muscle building or whatever comes, feeling better out of depression and removing anxieties all comes from physical and mental health. That's what you should value most. And then as a consequence, you lose all those things or gain all those things. And... The problem is when you latch onto a short-term goal, you want to see that result as quickly as possible. So immediate results, and it doesn't happen right away. It does not happen. And the majority of people I see that give up on something is because they don't see the results they want to straight away. Um, Again, with exercise, and they feel like, oh, what's the point? What's the point? What's the point? Because their motives and their value is lied in the short term. I want to look big, I want to be musclier, I want to lose weight, and they're forgetting the main objective, so they give up, so they apply their value to the wrong thing, so that's one bit of advice I would say, is apply your value to the long-term goals, and just um, reap the rewards of the short-term goals, and they will come, but don't apply any concentration or focus towards, um, I've got to lose weight, 
have a higher bar set for where the value is. So, you know, if I continue to do this, this is just, you know, imp make your priority as well just to have fun with it. Because if it's not fun and you don't enjoy the process of getting up and going to the gym or meditating or doing whatever it is to improve yourself, if you don't enjoy the process, it's not really worth doing. If you're just aiming for that, oh, I just want to look good in a few pictures on holiday, then of course it's not going to last and you're going to yo-yo and you're going to go up and down. So enjoy the process of it and you'll be a lot more likely to stick to it because unless you don't like having fun and enjoying yourself in some sort of functional, positive, productive habit like exercise or meditation or yoga or whatever it is, then um, you, you're likely to stick at it because you're enjoying it. So that's the first thing I'd say is don't latch on to wanting to have uh, immediate results because often it's not going to happen. If you're um, quite overweight, so if you have a lot of weight on you, like the more fat you have on your body, the easier it is to lose. So you might see results quickly and you might continue to do that, but then you might hit the wall once you've lost it um, where it's going to come off a lot slower after that point and then you might give up there. Again, it all comes back down to the same principle. Don't really concentrate and focus on that. Focus on long-term goals, put your value elsewhere and let them things come as a consequence of the higher point of value. I hope that makes sense. Um, and it's a common problem. A lot of people just give up. You know, It doesn't even have to be in something so much physical it could be trying to um even me even me doing trying to build this long life health and write this book and doing these podcasts i haven't got what you would call a a net worth network so i don't really have a big audience you know not even close and i could say oh what's the point in doing all this and doing all this and essentially i continue to do it because it's self-development for me, it's self-improvement for me, and then it's me optimising my present and supporting my future. And I know that's um, sort of my tagline, but I wholeheartedly believe in that. I think if I just concentrate on it um, in the future, it will pay off. Um, but I don't look too far ahead with it. I just try and think about what I can do today, um, try and enjoy it as much as possible. And don't get me wrong, it's, it's difficult at times. You know, I, Sometimes I put stuff out, and I'm deprived and malnourished of conversations I wish to have. And I watch a lot of interviews and read a lot of books and listen to a lot of podcasts. And I just think, fuck, why can't I have a conversation with those people? And the conversation I'm having with people with, um, you, it's just, I find it difficult to get people that are on the same page as me. And people do message me and people come out, uh, go out their way to message me on Facebook and I obviously have a um, like a handful of friends I can have good conversations with, but the majority of it I can't, and it's difficult at times. But I know if I um, don't worry about it too much, don't really you know focus on wanting to have immediate results. Continue to just enjoy it as much as I can. Remind myself of that thing, of those targets when it gets difficult and it is a bit disheartening. Like fuck's sake, why is no one? Um, replying on that status why is no one reaching out to have conversations on the podcast which is again something I always encourage 
if I latch onto them ideas too much, it's it's a pain in the arse. And ultimately, in it reflects on me intrinsically. So I start becoming and feeling down because I'm latching onto the idea I'm not succeeding short term, but I'm probably on the path to succeed well long term. And that's what I have to remind myself on. And having a an outlet and a form of expression like a podcast is something I encourage anyone to do because if you if you let these thoughts spiral downwards in your head and you get into negative thought patterns then you and your behavior and your feelings and your emotions will become a representation of that so you'll start to feel down you start to feel depressed and you'll get yourself wound up and frustrated and then you won't want to carry on and then it's counterproductive because you forgot what you were ultimately doing it for um, so as, as always I encourage anyone to get a diary in forms of writing in forms of auditory so you can just record yourself using voice memos on your phone videos it's just all good forms of expression and outlet to express yourself and then it's a good reference to look back on as well so you can go back listen to yourself and uh, a big it was a big obstacle for me to start doing podcasts initially anyway because I didn't like most people I've spoke to, don't like the sound of their own voice. They don't like... I hated photographs, and for me to do videos, I didn't think I'd ever be able to do it. But then you just realise, you know, two or three weeks of persistence, and it becomes less of a problem, if any problem at all anymore. And with the voice, with listening back to your voice, it's a good reference for me for me to further develop my skills in communication I'm still definitely no expert at doing that but I'm definitely able to talk more freely in a room where no one else is and I'm just basically recording myself Um, you get better at doing it and if I was to listen back to the first few times I tried it I felt incredibly uncomfortable I felt awkward and my uh, speech was a representation of that but you've got to you know, you got to dissociate yourself with the idea that you sound funny because unless other people have pulled you up on your voice before, which is very, very unlikely, it only sounds funny because you're not used to hearing yourself back. Um, and even if this was the case, like you had... You had a weird voice and you really spoke like that. It would only be a problem if someone else found it a problem. And then really, it's still not a problem. It's never going to be a problem, really. But what I'm saying is, people have heard you talk your entire life. And no one thinks twice about it. No one thinks twice about, cool, he's got a weird voice. Unless you have a weird voice like that. But in general, no one cares. But for some reason, you care because you've not heard it before and you feel awkward. And it's like, oh, that's not how it sounds. Uh... That's not how it's sounding. It makes you feel awkward, so you don't want to do it. But no one gives a fuck. And when you record yourself on videos, unless it's incredibly unnatural at first, which it will be, if you learn to just talk like you normally do, no one, again, no one gives a fuck about what you look like. But People only care about what you're saying. Um, so there's those initial obstacles of uh, that will stop you and prevent you from doing something because, again, you feel uncomfortable. Push through that comfort zone. Um, further develop I sort of went off on a tangent now I don't really know where my point was going but again that's me um, 
free balling, just talking out loud. But uh, with the immediate results thing, the other thing I wanted to say was, I see, I see the patterns in other areas. So, for example, if you have a, uh, a an issue a sip that that has a symptom, so whether it's depression, whether it's headache, whether it's pain, of course, if you're in suffering you're going to want to see immediate results even more because you want to remove that suffering as quickly as possible. And it's good for me to relate back to where my mind frame was some years ago in the sense that let's look at health. When you look at health and you look at the mainstream um, structure and what you've been led to believe and all these uh, these viewpoints, you grow up thinking a doctor's surely the person who... I need to go and see about my health, you know. Medication, surely the way to go to get rid of this symptom, you know. Start taking these um, over-the-counter products when I'm ill, um, when I'm feeling under the weather, when I'm sat in bed with a cold. You you follow these normalities, these, these programs that, that have been set in place. But you have an awareness and an understanding, a very, very minuscule understanding of what, let's say, alternative therapies are or nutrition or um, holistic therapies or Chinese medicine or whatever it is and I remember feeling surely they don't work because you know it's a load of bullshit it's not as powerful the the immediate result for example if if you are in pain or you're unhealthy or say you're suffering with depression or something like that if you was to take a medication or something that would mask the symptom it's as it's it happens as quick as it takes you to again if it's medication to digest it so then you do get um essentially an instantaneous result um, an immediate result and you think oh that works this this is working because i can feel it but with a more alternative therapy or a holistic therapy or Chinese medicine or some or something or nutritional based, it takes a little longer. And you don't feel it as impactful right away. So it's easy to disregard and go, that shit doesn't work. Um, which is where, again, at a younger age, I would I imagine my um viewpoint was. I think I can remember feeling like, Chinese medicine and that, it's all myths, it's bullshit, it doesn't work. How is that going to be better than what they're creating in a lab that can target the problem straight away? But then you realise, it, it's again, it's the need to, to see immediate results. And it's a problem almost with everything, especially with something to remove suffering. And if you're trying to remove suffering with immediate results as quickly as it can remove that suffering, that can also come back just as quickly because you haven't dealt with the root cause of the issue. Um, Again, with many things. So I think it's easy to disregard and people don't take it seriously because the options out there in the status quo say, do it this way, these are the results you're going to get straight away and they mask symptoms and everything I've spoke about previously and I don't really need to go into detail about how I hope anyone listening to this understands how that works generally. But when you 
take seriously and start to accumulate like stuff like Chinese medicine or nutrition or even just sleeping properly or holistic therapies or alternative medication when you start to take them seriously and you put them into your routine what you're doing normally remove the routines the habits the rituals you had that led to the problem so scrap them get rid of them slowly move away from them and well move away as quickly as you can but stay comfortable and just take it by the day but just move away and remove them and replace them with more positive habits with better nutrition start sleeping properly everything i've just mentioned so start doing that so the 90 to 95% of your previous negative routine becomes a positive one and you don't have them issues anymore rather than keeping that 90 to 95% of a negative routine and just dealing with any issue or suffering that arises with medication or something like that something that's short term you don't deal with anything long term and ultimately what's the point of doing anything if it isn't sustainable and it's sort of like uh how did I mention this the other day? It's sort of like having a, having your, you know, well, covering up dog shit with a cone. I've got weird imagination. Things just fucking come into my head. But covering up dog shit with a cone or something, the problem's still there and it's going to continue to stay there and rot and stink and laugh. But, you have it seemingly you've got rid of it because it's there but it's still there you've got to learn to pick that fucker up and chuck it away i'm sorry to use dog shit as the example but um but hopefully that makes sense yeah and i think the need for immediate quick results i want it as quick as possible leads to so so many problems so before you start to do anything what you need to do is change your mindset you need to shift your mindset to thinking you're going to get stuff straight away stop latching on to the ideas of you want these quick results and start really valuing the long-term results and then things will dramatically change for you um yeah and as i say like prevention is of course the best way to cure something because if it doesn't happen, it's not a problem. And following a uh, you know more positive routine, ninety to ninety-five percent of the time, rather than the problems that arise, think of it like the antithesis of a problem. You know, you f- you have these things where you feel good all the time, you feel a lot better, and you got to continue to work at it day by day, take it by the day, and just. And just see what happens. But um, there's going to be lows. There's always going to be lows. But it's about minimising the times they happen. And minimising the feeling, the suffering you get when these lows happen. Uh, For example, you know, you might be having... Things might not be going your way. And you're having a bad day, etc, etc, etc. And then someone smashes into the back of the... Into your car and you have another new problem. That might flip you over the edge, you lose your temper, you uh, you get frustrated, you end up getting into a fight or whatever. You don't just, the point is you don't deal with it properly. Whereas if you practice learning to deal with it better and putting your 
mindset differently and changing changing your attitude towards something and then down the line in the future after you're following a better routine 90 to 95 percent of the time if someone smashes into the back of your car essentially it's the same problem you just you're just able to deal with it much better where it doesn't essentially a problem is only a problem if you make it that yeah your car smashed but whoop-de-doo it's happened um Again, I'm I'm drifting, but I just think it's important to avoid that need to see immediate results, and uh, it can lead to a lot of problems I see all the time. Um, again, even making that change, don't expect that change to happen straight away. You have to persist with it, and over time, it becomes you, where these so-called problems aren't coming up anymore. Um, And yeah, my last point is, what I see, like with me, I'm very very stubborn in a way, I don't like doing weight, I don't like doing things and compromising on things I believe. Like me trying to help people and do that in several different ways is like, you know, I live to help myself and improve myself. Me able to help someone, I could be out doing, maybe it's uh, an ego problem, maybe it's something I need to get over and just sort of learn to do initially, but I could make convenient diet plans for people, I can make exercise programs for people, I could do, there's loads of things I can do that loads of other people are doing. You know, everyone around here now seems to be a personal trainer and this and that. But I understand these things don't work. It's all short term. So I'm into more dealing with the root of something, taking someone away. Like if someone came to me for help, I'd like to like live abroad or something. And be like, right, fly out there for two weeks and we'll live like this for two weeks. Get your mind off everything and I'll set you up to further progress in the future. Something that's going to give you more long-term results and get you to change your mind. I haven't haven't really figured out a system and a way to do that yet. So I'm not really doing anything. So I don't know whether that's, again, my ego problem or uh, just me being stubborn going, I don't want to settle for anything less and give anyone short-term results because I don't believe in them. I want people to um, say they followed a program with me to go on and continue to progress thereafter, not getting up, being with me, oh, it helped me so much, and then you just see these people go down. Like I see all the time with people that do personal trainers or these diets and these... um, companies these juice plus fucking pieces of like terrible terrible systems for long-term results but what they do great is give you immediate results they give you convenience and ease ease of use they make it very easy to use and follow it's very simple to latch onto drink juice do this meet me in the gym three times a week in our personal training i'll come around your house four times a week in personal training wherever it is it's easy to take on board the idea, but it only gives you short-term results. And there's the odd person that that might have been the breakthrough for them to start taking other things seriously. Possibly, yeah. But again, I'm talking about the majority. And the only thing these companies really do well is, of course, make it easy. And that's when I look at these companies and I go, how is everyone... Why does everyone want to do this system? And inside myself, I see it differently. And I see, don't you want long-term results? Or do you want short-term results? And I sort of think, 
Um, why is everyone going with them? And, you know, why can't I have as many people? Like, again, it becomes an egotistical thing, but like, I'm trying to learn to remove. But I think, oh, if only I had hold of these people and I could get them to understand, stop focusing on short-term, focus on long-term. But people don't... People are too uncomfortable in their routines or, and they're all too comfortable in their routines already and they don't want to change too much. They want something easy. It has to be easy and simple. And they don't value the change enough. They're just happy, plodding along, getting along, and that's fine. If you're happy, you're happy. There's not a problem. Don't fix it. But I don't know, man. I'm just... I'm, again, I'm just thinking about it, but I just think if you're following any of them companies and it, and it genuinely works for you long-term, go for it or you're only really after short-term results, go for it. I encourage it. Anything that works for you, I don't want to be in and go, no, I'm the best way. If you find the best way for you and it genuinely works long-term, or as I say, you're only after short-term, you don't really care. You just want to look good for holiday and then you'll go back to however the, however things were previously. Go for it. I don't. I wouldn't ever step in front of anyone or anything that could offer you better results but I'm just saying if you don't and your goals are similar to mine you know long-term sustainable results and continuous progression and my priorities are um and my values are just feeling better living as long and healthy as possible and being as happy as I can then you've got to have your routine set in place and execute some activities that do that, whether it is meditation, yoga. Um, There's a million different ways to do it, but there are some core principles to follow. Nutrition is 100% one of them things because you're experiencing life through your body and it has a direct, um, a, a massive impact, a direct effect on how you experience life. So if you're feeding it shit food, chances are you're going to feel shit all the time or you're constantly going to be chasing short-term highs like I'm going to have this chocolate bar because it gives me a spike of energy and it tasted good for 30 seconds. Again, it's all immediate results rather than drip feeding long-term sustainable results. Um, so nutrition is one of them thing and obviously some you don't have to go to extreme I'm talking about in my book at the moment you don't we compare ourselves to people that are the extremes so I talk about someone like Anthony Joshua heavyweight uh, boxer at the moment if you're comparing your results and your personal progression to Anthony Joshua you've got it all wrong you've got to look at yourself and look at what your life requires and what your goals are Anthony Joshua trains hours every day to throw his limbs at someone else's skull and frame to put them unconscious. Obviously, he's going to be an extreme example of physical health. You don't have to go that far. We latching onto ideas that are, uh, that are attainable if you put the time in, but it causes an imbalance in your life. The only time I think you should make compromises like that is when you are, that, that is your life, that is your job. Other than that, dissociate yourself with these extreme examples and look at what you really need you need to be fit functional and um, mobile whilst being happy balanced and um, that needs to be sustainable you can't sustain Anthony Joshua's training plan if you're working in an office 
or you're working on a building site, it just doesn't work. Down the line, it's going to cause problems and it's unsustainable. It's a very, very um, simple philosophy of mine, but it, it can get deep and it can be complex. This is why I'm waffling on. But I suppose the last takeaway is, again, remove the need for immediate results. Start focusing on the long term and value the content no the context sorry value the context so if it's something physical or if it's anything to do with the body feeling better being better making it sustainable rather than lose weight build muscle rather than the which would be the content let them be the consequences of a bigger value Anyway, that's the end of this episode. That's me just talking out loud. Um, feels good to get shit off my chest. Um, as always, go to longlifehealth.net to find out about everything I'm doing. Follow my social media profiles. I've posted a couple good documentaries lately that I highly recommend people go and watch. One's on Conor McGregor. Um, very, very interesting. Like an hour-long, continuous shot where they're just walking and talking with Conor McGregor, talking just as he was um, coming out of his injury, so very very early on in his UFC career. And you can see this humble side to him, and you see as his ups and downs and how he talks about the mind frame, he continues to um, push on himself. And watch it, you understand it a lot better than I can explain it. And another one to do with Dorian Yates, one of the most successful bodybuilders to ever live let alone come out of the UK, who has obviously spent his life attached to this idea of, I've got to get the perfect body. Um, and then after he's retired, he's actually realised um, there's so much more to it and he's expanding, him, letting go of all his barriers and expanding his, his mind more than his body. So he's working on his mind more than his body. And again, that's an equally interesting watch. Whether you're into bodybuilding or you know who he is or not, just as a person, it's um, it's a good watch. Again, that's on my Facebook, the link to that documentary. Uh, I'll be continuing the breakdown series of the His Philosophy, so if you're listening, watch out for them episodes. Yeah, they'll be coming. And for now, I hope you can take that on board. Um, in general as well, this is last note, I promise this is the last one, but if you're listening to anything informative, like a podcast or an audiobook or something like that, you'll make it more efficient if you occupy one side of your brain. So do something that doesn't require much conscious activity. What I mean is, if you're listening to something you're trying to focus on, um, go for a walk, do some cleaning, um, go to the gym, or just occupy yourself with something physically as you do that. Um, and that physical thing can't require too much conscious activity, if any at all. So obviously walking, going for a toilet, um, etc., etc. It will help you retain, absorb the information a lot, lot better. Anyway, safe.